Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kind of looking at the last two games, uh, you guys have been able to you know, find a groove in the second half. But it seems, and, and Sean would refer to it as finding a rhythm in the first. Um, I guess the question is, from where you sit, what more can you do in terms of scheme, in terms of calling plays, I mean, to what degree do you hold yourself accountable for that and in, in, in needing to find an answer offensively earlier in these games? Well, you know, obviously I'm the offense coordinator. So, um, you know, I think I, I look at it as it's, uh, it's something that um, I've got to make sure that I'm putting my guys in the right position um, uh, to be successful in the first half. And, and we talked about halftime. Uh, we just come out and, and execute, you know, it comes down to, to our execution and, and uh, you know, on what we do. And when, when we focus on us, uh, usually the, then everything else kind of takes care of itself. So obviously that starts with me, um, you know, making sure that, uh, that we're getting off to the, the starts we need. And I felt like, you know, at times there we were starting to get into a rhythm and get into a flow and get, and get driving, um, you know, we just, uh, just couldn't sustain it and, had some turnovers and, and, um, and those types of things. So I think uh, at the end of the day, when you look at it, um, there's, a, there's a lot of good on there. We just got to sustain, sustain. And, and, um, and again, I, I think uh, that's something that, that we're going to obviously continue to focus on. Just one follow-up to that. Is there anything that opposing coordinators are doing from a defensive standpoint that – you maybe have been slow right. to react to yeah. or diagnose. No, no, I think, um, you know, every week is, uh, is very different. You know, every, every game time takes on a different personality, whether it's uh, some teams want to pressure you, some teams want to play a soft zone. Um, you know, some teams want to, uh, you know, play a man, some teams want to mix it up. So, um, you know, again, for us, it's, it's having that, uh, uh, that confidence in, in what we're, what we're calling and what we're running that we could go out and, and execute first, whatever we're seeing. And, um, you know, no matter what, uh, what a defense decides to do against us, we can go out and, and feel confident in what we're doing. What happened to the two tight ends set? It, it didn't seem to see that a lot uh, last night. Uh, looked like Dawson Knox and, and Quentin Morris uh, could have ran that sufficiently. And Quentin Morris ended up catching a touchdown pass late in the game. Uh, I was just wondering what happened to the two tight ends set and also, Josh Allen taking what the defense gives him. Uh, look, he was in shotgun with hardly no no running back in the back, empty back. I just wonder what happened to the to the things that got you to got you the early success with the offense. Uh, yeah, I think uh, obviously when with uh, with Dalton down and having the two tight ends up, um, you know, we tried to to mix it in, but uh, you know, tried to be 
kind of smart on how we're using our personnel right there. But, uh, you know, obviously looking at it, it's something that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll definitely look at and make sure, uh, again, to your point, it's something that's been successful for us. So uh, make sure we're not losing that no matter, uh, no matter what the situation is. So I think that's something we'll, uh, we'll continue to focus on to make sure we're balancing our personnel and, and how we're using it and uh, how we're attacking a defense. And um, yeah. And then, then from, from Josh's regard, I think, you know, there's, there was definitely some, some decisions there that, you know, we're good. We, we were, uh, you know, we were taking some opportunities downfield and, uh, and making some, some throws. And then obviously there's some, some stuff we could learn from and um, you know, it's good, uh, good tape to look at, you know, it's, it's always good when, you know, you can, you can go back and look at a tape from a win and, and have a lot to correct, you know, and, and uh, I think that's something that whether it's Josh, myself, uh, or anybody on this offense that uh, we could take a lot away from this game to learn from and really, uh, uh, you know, kind of use that moving forward. All right. One last question. One thing I noticed a common theme in the Giants locker room last night, guys were saying, I asked them about the, they said what they saw on film is what they saw in the game. They weren't, no surprises, no nothing. They said, this is what you see on film is exactly what the Bills uh, were uh, during the game. Is any chance of coming up with some surprise, some draw screens or something to to, to uh, do some surprises that look different than what you look like on film? Uh, I definitely think we always uh, we always look at how we want to attack a defense and and uh, and different ways to do that. So it's definitely something uh, uh, we'll look at and and make sure that we're keeping a defensive off balance by you know things that that uh, that we're doing. At the same time, you know you you want to make sure you're doing stuff that your guys. Uh, can go out and execute and, and uh, against a bunch of different looks that you're going to see. So I think there's uh there's definitely a balance there of, you know, having, having your core, but at the same time, having, uh, having some different wrinkles to, to keep a defense off balance. Yes. One last thing. Now you, you, you're gearing up for the uh, Patriots obviously on Sunday. Then you got a quick turnaround. So you're going to also be working on the Tampa Bay game, which, which will be next Thursday night as well this week. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's something that uh, right now we're just so focused on on New England. It's day one of the prep. So uh, we're, we're focused on them right now. And then, uh, you know, we'll cross that bridge as we get down the week and, and into next week. What advantage do you feel like you guys have offensively by going from the shotgun down near the goal line? Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, for us, that's a, you know, a play that we've had success with over the past few years. Uh, we've scored a few times on it. Um, you know, whether it was, uh, from a pistol where he could go straight downhill, um, you know, and, and hit it fast, uh, or from offset, um, you know, uh, the offset eye. So it's something that, uh, that we've had some success with, uh, um, you know, so that that way now we can, uh, also hit the ball, hit it downhill and, uh, and get, um, get downhill in a hurry, uh, out of that personnel group to where, uh, we're not in, in heavier people. So, that was something that, uh, um, you know, we, we, we've done the past that we've had some success with, but obviously uh, didn't last night and, and something we'll, we'll look at going forward to make sure that uh, we're doing the right things down there when we're inside the one yard line. Any notable kind of, I don't know if disadvantage is the right word, having to go against Brian Dable when he's so familiar with basically everything that you guys want to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's there's familiarity there, but at the same time, um, you know, there's there's no crutches or excuses or anything for for when you're not, you know, uh, uh, performing the way you want. So we just got to go out and 
give the guys the best plan possible and, and uh, put them in the right positions to go out and execute. Talk a little bit about this with Sean. And, and, and I was curious, how, what have been the challenges of trying to find a consistent third presence in the offense from a playmaking perspective, particularly in the passing game? You have Diggs, who has had this unbelievable start to the season. And I think Gay's been really good as well. Yes. What's been the struggle of getting that that third guy, whether it be Dalton or Deontay or Trent or whoever you kind of view in, in maybe that role? Yeah, I think, you know, we're, we're rotating guys and, and uh, you know, some weeks, you know, it's one guy, some weeks it's another guy. So, um, you know, obviously I think uh, we've got, we've got guys that all are, you know, very good football players that can help us win games. And uh, you know, you want to, you want to keep them all involved and you want to make sure uh, you've got things for each of them because they can all help you uh, in their, in their ways and in their roles. So, um, I think there's, uh, there's, there's definitely a fine line to walk there to make sure that, you know, we're, we're utilizing as much of our personnel as humanly possible, but at the same time, making sure we've, we've got guys, um, you know, in, in out there who could kind of get in a rhythm and flow of the game. So I think that's a, that's a definite, um, you know, a balance that we, we have to continue to strike. Obviously getting into the weeds with play calling is a dangerous game. Uh, you guys do a lot, uh, but one play that particularly has been not very popular has been that second down shotgun draw run mm -hmm. that hasn't had a lot of success through six games. I think it was Thurman Thomas who even mentioned uh, something about it yesterday. Is that something, can you assess why that hasn't worked and, and why you kind of continue to keep going back to it? Uh, are you talking about uh, just on the field or down the goal line? Uh, I think it was on the field. On the field. Um, you know, I think, uh, um, Let's see. I think the second down, you know, I think is a is a situation where, you know, if, if you get too lopsided uh, in terms of, hey, we're, we're strictly doing, you know, strictly throwing the ball, um, you know, then then the, all of a sudden you start seeing a lot of those third down style defenses. So making sure that we have run game that uh, uh, strikes a balance to be uh, that strikes a balance to. Uh, keep a defense honest to make sure that that we're not one dimensional in what we're doing is, is important. You know, so sometimes you get in those situations where, you know, you want to show a pass, uh, a passing um, formation and then, and then run out of it. So a lot of times that, that would be a draw or um, you know, or something uh, to invite the rush to then, you know, to then hit it downhill. Um, you know, we didn't, we will mix in the gap schemes. We will mix in um, those types of things. Um, you know, you just want to make sure that uh, that you're mixing in runs in those situations that you like in those, whether it's second and one to six range or second and seven plus ranges based off of what you could potentially see from a defense to make sure that um, guys are in position to, to have success. You know, just to go back off of what Josh was saying about just having that familiarity with Coach Dayball, you know, obviously, you know, he, you know, going to get your former coordinator who's now a head coach and. Again, y'all do know a lot of each other, especially in situations. So, like, if you had to choose, which play would you rather have back yesterday? You know, I think when when you look back at it, obviously, uh, you know, there's there's always some things that uh, you know you say, shoot, I wish you know we had done that a little bit differently. I, I think uh, um, you know, a couple of the uh, um, there's a couple plays in there where yeah, you you think about that. Um, obviously, you know, the run down the, the, the low red zone there, and, um, 
you know, from a, a execution standpoint, you know, just um, taking ball off the goal line. Is that something, you know, uh, something that we'll, we'll, you know, that's something we'll look at, you know, again, making sure that, Hey, are we, are we doing the right things there? Um, and again, I think, you know, that uh, looking back at it, yeah, I wish we had done something different, but again, that's a run we've executed well in the past too. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, when I go back and I, I look at the game, uh, there's a lot of things in that game that yes, did not, you know, did not end up panning out, but in mm -hmm. this league, that stuff happens because defenses are, are good. Um, you know, that stuff that you go in the game and you feel really good about. Um, but unfortunately, you know, whether it's a, from an execution piece or from a, Hey, you know, they made a play piece, um, you know, you've got to evaluate that. So, um, you know, when I, when I go back and look at it, I think, uh, you know, there's, there's definite some, some things that you look at and you say, ah, you know, uh, I like the play, but maybe not in this situation or, um, you know, just, uh, um, I like something else here. We know those are trials and tribulations when you're at war with, you know, such a familiar foe, man. So uh, those are some battles and definitely are some mm -hmm. battles. You got things going in the second half and a few players were saying in the locker room how, you know, getting away from the run in the first half, but going back to the run in the second half kind of got things back on track and it opened things up. Obviously, Josh was, you know, 11 for 12, uh, you know, with two scores and, you know, the run game basically kept the sticks moving. Um, can you say that having that type of balance can be the new identity of this offense? Well, I think, uh, you know, we're always trying to strike that balance to make sure, you know, we're, we're um, attacking a defense, you know, the best way possible. So obviously, you know, look, we, at the end of the day, we do, we do have a lot of faith and we do believe in our run game. And, and uh, it's the same thing in the pass game, you know, and I think both can complement each other extremely well. Um, and I think you've seen that throughout the year, hopefully, you know, and I thought, uh, yesterday was no different. I thought we got in a great groove in, in, uh, in the first half on some drives running the football um, and then some play actions off of that. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's, a, it's something that we just got to continue to strike that balance of uh, being able to be multiple and, and being able to attack a defense in different ways so that we're not predictable of, um, you know, we're, we're always running the ball in these situations or throwing the ball in these situations. And uh, otherwise a, a, a defense can get a beat on you. So, um, yeah, for sure. I think uh, that balance and and uh, that ability to strike that balance of, of run and pass is, is something that we'll always continue to strive for. Yeah, hey, Ken, Josh mentioned uh, out of the shotgun near the goal line, not only under center, but is there any consideration using the quarterback sneak in those situations? Um, yeah, I mean, that's something you always uh, you consider for sure. Um, I think in, in that situation, um, you know, we, again, we felt really comfortable about, uh, about what we were running, um, something we've run in the past, but, uh, sneaking the ball is, especially with Josh, who's, who's had good success with it. And we've done the past, whether it's down the goal line or on the field, uh, is, is a definite consideration in those situations. Yes. Hey, Ken, uh, Josh leads the NFL with 14 red zone touchdowns and you guys are second in the NFL uh, scoring on 75% of your trips to the red zone. Why has this team been so successful when in the red zone this season? I mean, you had two trips last night and they were they were big trips to the red zone. You scored on both of those. Yeah, no, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's offensive football. It just really comes down to execution. I think guys are they're locked in. They feel comfortable with what we're doing down there. Um, you know, and I think that's uh, at the end of the day, 
kind of what it comes down to. Uh, we're executing well. And, and um, uh, you know, we did last night in, in those two trips and we just got to continue to get down there more and more so that uh, um, we have those opportunities to. So um, I think that's that at the end of the day, you know, we're balanced. We're doing a good job down there, I think, running it and throwing it. Uh, and that's uh, that's helping us to, to make sure, again, that we're not coming one dimensional uh, in terms of only throwing the ball in, in certain situations. So I think uh, Coach Cromer is doing a great job with the run game down there. I think he's uh, um, putting together a good plan for us there and, and, uh, and, and the whole staff as a group. And then uh, through that, we're able to throw the ball with uh, the weapons that we have. Hey, Ken, um, Sean mentioned that this week kind of looking at maybe what's contributing to the slower starts on offense the past couple weeks. I was curious, you know, Josh only threw one incompletion in the second half. What do you think like changed or why do you think it took so long to kind of get Josh maybe going in that rhythm? Like, was there anything that stood out to you with that? Yeah, I mean, I really felt like uh, we were in a rhythm early in the game, you know, to, to start the game. And, uh, you know, we're, we're doing some really good things and then we just we lost it, you know. And, and uh, um, you know, when at times when, you know, you're you're in a rhythm, but you're not uh, um, you're not scoring, you know, that can be frustrating. And, and uh, I think that's something that, you know, we just got to focus on as an offense, you know, hey, let's just, uh, you know, take a breath and make sure, hey, we're focusing on this play. And it's all about execution. It's all about executing this play, every single play. And when we have that mindset and that focus, you know, you start stringing things together, you know. So um, I think just that 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 mindset of, of going out with that just sole focus on on executing every single play individually and not looking ahead or looking back is important. Um, and then on the on the flip side of it, making sure that uh, that we're giving opportunities for Josh and our guys to attack the different levels of the field, whether it's short, intermediate, and deep, um, you know, to make sure that uh, um, we're not being um, one-dimensional in, in what we're doing in the pass game. Mentioning, like, not looking too far ahead or, you know, uh, what's going on, kind of focusing on executing. Did you kind of notice a frustration in the first half from guys on the field? Like, was that something that you felt like guys were getting frustrated or that kind of emotion from not executing as well as maybe you wanted to do? I think, uh, I think guys, I don't know if frustrated is the right word. I think guys just want to, you know, everybody wants to, to contribute. And, and, um, and I think everybody, you know, just when they're, when their numbers called, you know, they, they just want to make those plays, you know? And so um, I, I don't think we were, we were frustrated. I think we were more so, um, you know, just, um, just wanting to do, you know, wanting to do more, wanting to, uh, uh, you know, be that spark, you know, and, and I think, uh, I think that's a good quality to have. Um, but we just got to, again, continue to make sure that, Hey, first and foremost, like, let's make sure we're focusing on our job or, you know, and, and whether it's, um, you know, a decision at quarterback or a route, uh, receiver, a block, whatever it is, uh, um, our landmark on a, on a run, you know, just having those, uh, you know, little detailed things to make sure that, uh, that we're all detailed in what we're doing and going in the right direction. And then on a different note, um, Sean shared an update on Damien and said he's out of the hospital mm -hmm. and at home. And I was just curious, obviously for you being up in the box and like not even being able to be, you know, down on the field with all that's happening, just what was that like for you? And obviously hearing the positive news that he's, you know, able to be at home and resting. Yeah. I mean, it's so, I mean, you feel so helpless up there, obviously, you know, and, and, uh, you're worried about your guys and obviously Damon's such a great 
player for us and human being. And, and so it's hard to, to see something like that happen. So you feel very helpless and, you know, you want to be down there with them, but uh, it's, you know, it's, they're just hard situations to be in. I know everybody's talking about the inconsistencies, inconsistencies and all that, but I, it's like, I'm just looking at one play and that is essentially actually it was after a play. I'm not sure if it's advisable for Josh Allen to go after a linebacker the way he did, but what does it do for a team? And it seemed like a, a, a spur of the moment type thing, but what does it do for a team when you see your quarterback lower his shoulder and, and, and just lower it into that linebacker's chest? Well, I mean, Josh is a, is a guy who I think we all know, like he wants to do everything humanly possible to help this team win, you know, and, and um, uh, he's done so much for this organization and this team, you know, that, that just kind of embodies just, you know, he, he wants to do everything in his power to help this football team win, whatever it is. And it's at times it's fighting and scrapping for an extra yard for, at times it's, you know, a, a, a throw, at times it's being a leader in the locker room, you know what I mean? So like, um, you know, he just, he embodies, I think what this, what this team wants to be all about and, and that's doing everything humanly possible to help the team win. Um, you know, so I think that's something that, uh, just shows that the type of, uh, uh, you know, player he is, the type of teammate he is, the type of person he is, um, you know, that, that, uh, those things are, are, or what he does, you know, and at the same time, it's that balancing act of making sure that uh, we're being smart with our body and, and, and getting through a long season. Whether you were smart or not, was it the right thing to do in your mind? And I, I mean, just, just given, given the situation in the moment. Well, I think, you know, in, in those situations, you know, it's like you're fighting for, for every yard and, you know, I think, uh, um, you know, for, for him, you know, when, when you're going laterally like they were and not going to take a, a huge hit on it, then, you know, there's times where, where those things can, uh, can happen and, and uh, um, you, can, you can do those things. If your two freight trains coming and colliding together, then it's like, hey, you know, we're not doing that, <laughs> you know, and in those situations. So um, I think, again, it's, it's something that, uh, that we trust Josh in uh, to make the right decisions that, um, you know, when, when he's on the move, uh, to, to do those things, to be, be smart with his body and be smart on when he's using his physicality and his size and when he's getting down and protecting himself. I, I guess, and, and, and sorry for this, maybe I should have asked it this way. Would you have been disappointed or surprised if he didn't do that? Uh, I mean, surprised. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, he's, he's the type of guy again, that, uh, um, that's who he is and, and, uh, um, he's a competitor. And, uh, and I don't, you know, it's, that's something, you know, you don't, you never are going to take out of him because that's, that's, that's the type of guy he is. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H track, all wheel drive and three row seating. My whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 